Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. It is that time again. Happy Thursday. A couple of days late. Sorry about that. Been a full week as we are getting started with WWW. What happened this week in the world and what do we think about it? I'm Ken H. Always coming to you from Houston. We've had a lot of rain, so it's a little cooler and a little wetter. As you all know, we are excited to be here, and thank you for joining us. It is the fastest 25 minutes in the podcast world. Let's get going. For those new to the program, of course, I want to thank you always. It is a little entertainment. We're going to do a little politics. We're going to have a little uh, news. Then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the uh, world things happening. And then, of course, we're going to talk about what's going on a little more and in depth to us. So I always thank you, our partners who are sponsoring Travel and Leisure Magazine, a grateful partner for us. If you have been aware, President Biden was speaking tonight as he was talking from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the city of brotherly love, and there was nothing brotherly or loving about his speech. He has a clear message that is, our side is nice, your side is not nice, and whatever side you're on, I sure hope you pick the right side. So he's very crystal clear. The one side of the uh, political spectrum is bad and wants nothing more than anything but to destroy democracy and if you're on my side well boy you are on the right side of this flipping coin so thank you for that and appreciate you being here and everything's great and if you don't know everything's great then you don't know everything's great if you're not knowing everything's great then you're just not paying attention so that's all i'm going to say about the politics because i don't want to really go down that politic road but if you're anywhere in this world you know that everything the president just said is not true and it's sad that that is our leader but that is where we are and what we have to live with now entertainment if you're a lord of the rings fan then that program of course is starting and you have a chance to see some of that exciting lore that was created with six films three from peter um what in the world was his name anyway and uh, he created Lord of the Rings, and he created the uh, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, and then Return of the King, and all those, those movies. And then he came back and did The Hobbit, The Hobbit, 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 Return. So he's done a lot. Well, they're taking all of that excitement and bringing it to the television. You can find that on the TV if you're so inclined. Very exciting. Fun to do. You've got the, the world of the... Uh, uh, um, dragons and the uh, Game of Thrones group with their House of Dragons show going on. Now you've got the Lord of the Rings. So that time period, that medieval dragons, lore, sword fights, that's pretty popular across the entire globe. It's made tons and tons of money. And so Peter Jackson was his name. Ha ha ha, you can't get me. And so sure enough, that's what's going on in all those creations. You know, Peter Jackson is the is the George Lucas of the Star Wars world or the Gene Roddenberry of the Star Trek world. Those founders of those incredible franchise, you know, Ian Fleming and the James Bond. Uh, so you've got all these famous people that created these characters that will forever live on. George Lucas and his Indiana Jones. And so you've got just all sorts of creative geniuses. And so Michael Dolenz, anybody remember the monkeys? It used to be a TV program. It was very funny. You had uh, Mike Dolenz and you had a couple others, and uh, it was very successful. Well, he is suing the FBI because he believes the FBI has accumulated and has captured and has, has some information from he and his group 
Davy Jones, of course, the lead singer on that monkey show. But anyway, he believes that there's a little, little drama that he wants to unfold. And so he's suing the FBI to receive those documents in his possession and have those available to him so he can now know if they were spying on him. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know why he would do it, but he certainly is uh, suing them. We'll keep you posted on where and if that continues or what goes on in that regard. That was easy. Of course. College football in the sports world is starting this weekend for those college football fans and NFL fans. They're going to be starting that football league as well very soon. So college football, I think, this weekend, pro football next weekend. It's time for football. I'll be going to a European football match as Houston, of course, has their dynamo, and I'll be joining a dear friend down, and we'll watch the football, us Europeans, ha, 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 love to talk about football in the sport where you actually kick the ball with your foot, a.k.a. football. Okay, no, we're not going to go there. But anyway, that's what's going on in our politics, our entertainment, and our little sports for today and this week. Thanks for joining. In the world, if you're a traveler, of course, we are big travelers in this, in this program, and certainly the listening audience loves to travel. KLM, Air France and KLM joined forces several years back, and they made a fantastic airline, keeping the name KLM and Air France, but they are partners. And so KLM is offering a premium comfort flight class now. So it's a little better than economy, a little less than the business class, business first, but it's a very good system. I was flying, when I was flying KLM, I used their premium comfort, their comfort class. So I think that's exactly kind of what they've renamed, revamped it now that traveling is becoming popular again and becoming a very big deal. I think premium comfort is what's taken over that premium class. And the best part about that, it was really not first class. You don't have to spend the big money. But you could just upgrade for two or three more hundred dollars and get that premium comfort, premium class at the time. And it really was better. I must admit, it was very good on those long flights, so good for them. Way to go. I know the other companies, Delta has one. Uh, I think uh, uh, some of the others. I know Air France has, of course, got one. So it's just kind of a comforting so. Do you need a hug? Do you need a hug? Are you needing a hug? Well, in the USA, we have a solution for you, and I'll come back to that. And we're going to come back to that a little later, I must admit. So you stay, you hold that little teaser right there where it's as. So what else is happening in the world? Well, in the world of the USA, as we know, the federal government likes to keep track of its citizens and certainly wants to make sure you're safe. And so they have reported and said Mexico right now, unfortunately, is not very safe. So I promise you, you need to take care. And so they are actually warning Americans when it goes to, let's say, a Cancun or a Cozumel, you need to be careful of going there. And so you need to stop. And so do not go there. And I'm kind of surprised. But they made it very crystal clear they're not comfortable. The military in Mexico has put tons of military uh, forces on those beaches because the cartels are simply fighting, 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 and it's simply not safe. It's not at all a target against Americans, but it's just a warning that American uh, police and American people and those in authority have realized it is probably not the safest place to go. Now, Mexico is hating it, and I think that's why, because it's taken so many of those tourist dollars out of their pockets and certainly all those hotels and those restaurants and everything down there in that area 
is not getting the revenue it deserves or needs to survive and keep going. Now that COVID's over, people are traveling more, and yet it's not safe to come to those specific locations there in Mexico. We all know my story from back then when I was thinking of going on a Christmas holiday. Cozumel has been mentioned, uh, Cancun mentioned. I chose Costa Rica, as you all know, faithful listeners to the program. And sure enough, Costa Rica was a fantastic trip. Go there every time. I would suggest it 100%. The minute I made that plan, if you remember, Cancun's people, tourists, were starting to race off the beach back to the hotel in safety because there were shootings going on at the beach in Cancun, and that was last December. Boy, did I make the right plan, and that was last December. We're not going to say I'm ahead of the curve, but I was that time. Let's get started. Delta Airlines is paid $6 billion dollars. To travelers who screwed up and had difficulties and difficulties in traveling and flying delays and whatnot for the 2020 travelers during that year. Our dear transportation secretary Pete Buttigieg sent a letter to all the airlines and said you guys need to make up some of that money, some of that trouble that you gave those poor people. Delta the first in line and sent out six billion dollar checks to a ton of people. Paris is celebrating the 25th anniversary. I don't know, anniversary and, and, and how about just the recognition that 25 years ago, Princess Diana was killed in their city and changed the outlook going forward. So we're not going to talk about that, but it certainly is a part of the France, French, UK uh, relationship. World Heart Day. We're going to talk about that as we get started. What time is it? God, did that go fast, as always and promised. Travel Leisure Magazine is going to help you get to wherever you want to go. This magazine will come to your door, 12 issues, one year, $29.99. That's 58% off the cover price because you're a friend of this show. You want to talk to somebody about this? 866-737-8037 or www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Yes, you too can see what I find to be the best travel magazine in the world. I love it, I read it, and I encourage you to do the same. Travel Leisure Magazine, thanks always. Shoo! Here we go, folks. So I mentioned just before the break, and I teased you a little bit earlier, World Heart Day. World Health Organization, the rest of the world, celebrates on September 29th, World, Health, uh, world Heart Day. So what does that mean? Well, that means that you need to take care of your heart. It is still, to this date, the number one leading cause of death on the planet heart, heart-related issues, heart-related difficulties, heart, 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 are you taking care of your heart? So, we always want to be helpful here. We always want to be presented uh, something that's positive. So we're talking a little bit about the heart right now. So, if you wanted to do something with your heart and how would you kind of keep your heart in order, in check, in preparation to not have and be one of those statistics, God forbid, what would you suggest, Kent? What would you recommend? Well, this article where I'm getting most of this information from says let's do five points. 
five points to take care of yourself, keep yourself uh, in pretty good shape, keep your heart in pretty good shape, and make sure that you're doing well. You want to live long, we want you to live long, I want you to live long. If not for a selfish reason to join me in this podcast every week, however, it's grateful you're here, but it's also a part of life. And we all want to live a little longer, right? Don't you want to live a little longer? I want to live a little longer. So let's live a little longer. Number one, get your heart rate up. Heart rate is the number one key to your survival. So what do we do? We need to jump rope. We need to do some stairs maybe, a little physical activity. You say, Ken, I have a job every day. I'm sitting on my butt at my desk, faithful to the company. Don't get me wrong, doing my job faithfully. But that's really all the fitness I do. Maybe the fitness I go to the kitchen in the, in the office or go to the coffee room, get some more coffee, and I come back. So I've kind of done my walking, right? Is that enough? Is that what you're hoping for? Is that what you're suggesting? Nope. You got to do more. You got to get your heart rate up. And how do we do that? Well, again, any kind of physical activity, more than just walking to the fridge, more than walking from the bed to the shower, more than walking from the shower in your house to the car, from the car parking garage spot to your office. You gotta do more. Heart rates gotta get up. Some sort of physical activity. But what do I do? Well, I'm just leaving it up to you. I'm not gonna prepare to be a fitness guru. As you all know, I am not. But I will tell you, they all say the same. Heart rate, heart rate, heart rate. Why do you think you see all those Instagram pictures of the heart people, fitness people, with their heart rate? right? It's not so they're showing off their fancy watch or the fact that they want you to see their wrist. It's the fact that they're proud of doing all this physical activity and keeping a low heart rate, keeping their heart rate low. How do they keep it low? Well, they keep it low because they practice, 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 practice doing physical activities, doing things that will keep your heart rate low, aka get your heart rate active. Do something where your heart rate is going to be busy, up and moving. Second point, get one of those fitness trackers. I don't have one. Everybody I know has one. Those Apple watches or any kind of those smart watches all have a tracker on it. So it tells you how many steps you're doing, how your heart rate's doing, are your breathing's doing, are you sleeping well? I mean, there's so many things that these fitness trackers can help you with, but that's key to knowing how you're doing. How am I doing? Am I doing okay? Am I kind of doing okay? I want to do okay, am I? And so the fitness tracker is going to be a way to monitor and keep that going. So they recommend get your heart rate up, get your heart rate moving, and keep track of it. So get yourself a little fitness tracker. Number three, how is your stress? Are you stressed? Are the kids stressing you, the dog, the pets, the animals, the job, the traffic, the commute, the rain, the lack there of rain, the illness, the COVID, the non-COVID, the family, the vacation wasn't enough. Everything is kind of bothering you. How are you doing with the stress? Well, number three, you need to de-stress. And whatever that means again. So you can kind of kill two birds with one stone. When you talk about kind of getting your heart rate, you could also de-stress. When was the last time, let's be honest, raise your hands. When was the last time you took a walk outside? Hmm? Hmm? Now I, of course, as you all know, faithful to show, you know I have midnight, my horse around the corner. Mitty and I are out every day. 
Every day we're walking, he's out walking, he needs to stretch those four legs like I need to stretch my two legs, and we have a blast walking in the park, walking down the trails, just walking the property. We get out and get some fresh air away from the phones, away from all that excitement, away from other horses, other people, blah, blah, get out and do some physical activity and de-stress. What's another way? Well, it's very cool. I like this uh, part of the, sh of, the, of, the, of the recommendation. Have you ever felt that you needed a hug, right? You needed a little hug. So you wanted a hug, you couldn't find one. Maybe you live alone, like myself. You don't have a, anybody to hug you. So here's the deal. What do you do? Well, you cuddle up with a blanket, right? Either in a good chair or in your bed or whatever. They recommend a weighted blanket. Have you heard such a thing? A weighted blanket, so it's a little heavier and it certainly has a lot of, of that heaviness to it, but it also allows you, helps you to really be uh, hugged, right? It sounds silly, but that weight really weighs on you in the bed or in the chair and you really feel cozy. You really feel that light pressure really allows you, gives you that feeling of being cuddled, cozied up to. And so they recommend a heavy or a, a weighted blanket, right? Have you got one? Would you know where to get one? You can find them all over. So maybe that's an answer to help you de-stress, give you that feeling that somebody cares, somebody loves you. I was in a course today talking to our colleagues and it came up, what is one of the things that we know about our employees, our, our, our teams, that we want to do to help them feel better. One of those, of course, was mentioned by just about everybody and agreed to, do they know you care? We feel better at work when we know somebody cares about us. So it's that same feeling. We want to feel cared. We want to feel uh, de-stressed by getting that, that cozy feeling, that warm feeling, that fuzzy feeling. So the weighted blanket, that light pressure will help you. That's number three on the way to getting a good heart rate, a good heart health back. Number four, and again, faithful followers to show know I love to cook. Cooking healthier. Using methods to help you cook your foods better. Doesn't all go in the fryer, doesn't all go in the griddle, doesn't all go on the, on the gas grill or the, or the grill. You're not baking everything. You're certainly not microwaving everything. Let's start cooking a little healthier, right? Portions is my number one. I'm a big believer. It's all about portions. Portion size is one of those things I learned in Europe so much. It's about the portions. And unfortunately here in America, we really have forgotten that's what it's all about. Maybe we struggle and we got a little frustrated. We're a little heavier than we want to be. And that's because you have a huge starter, a huge main course, and no room for dessert there at the table. But that's okay. You'll take it in a box and do it later. That doesn't help anything. However, we do it all the time. Now, there's no boxes to take home anything in Europe. What? That's right, because the portions are appropriate. So not only I'm gonna add cook healthier, but I'm also gonna say portion properly. Get your portions right. If you're not able to sit down and have a starter, a main course, and a dessert, that's because your portions are out of whack. Yeah, Ken, I don't really like sweets then have a, a, an after-dinner drink or an after-dinner something or a little coffee or a something or a mint or a throat lozenge. Something to give yourself a little after-dinner something, a little sherbet, 
What? Sherbet's always good. Cleans the palate as well. So cook healthier. Number four, are you cooking healthier? Number five, this is the worst one for me, I must admit. Here we go. Are you drinking enough H2O? Are you drinking enough water? Number five recommends, of course, to keep your heart healthy and keep your body in good shape. Health, health across the table. Drink more water than those sugary drinks. We'll leave it at sugary drinks so that we don't offend any corporations that love to send me drinks. And we all know who you are, you nectar of the gods. So, I need to drink more water. Everybody in my, in my team company is always carrying around these lugs of jugs of water. And I need to do better. I really do. I really do. I really do. And I'm going to say, I'm going to let you all keep me accountable, but I'm grateful. But that's the number five on this list. Get your water versus your sugary drinks. And so on September 29th, the world and you and I are going to celebrate World Heart Day. And we're going to celebrate it. So I'm giving us two weeks, three weeks. It's now only the 1st of September. We've got 28 days to get ourselves together, fixed and ready to celebrate together World Heart Day. Okay? Promise you're going to do something. I'm going to start doing something. You've got five things on this list. Promise me you can start one of the five. One of five, that's pretty good, right? One of five is a pretty good. You don't have to pay me for this. Get your heart rate up. Do something physical to get your heart moving. Maybe think about a tracker, a Fitbit, or a smartwatch, or something like that if you don't have one. I don't have one, but I'm thinking about it. I am thinking about it. Get one of these weighted blankets or a cozy, heavier blanket to give that light pressure to give you that feeling and to de-stress. Take a walk in the neighborhood, take a walk outside, get out of the house. Cook healthier, make some fabulous meals, share them online, show everybody you know how to cook and you know how to cook healthy. You know how to cook because you're not using so many oils, sugars, salts, peppers, spices, all that stuff that maybe upsets your little tummy. Let's just start cooking a little healthier. And of course, we're all gonna say, promise? Is that a promise knocking on my door? We're going to try to do some healthier water versus sugary drinks. My biggest problem, but I'm going to try. That was easy. Well, we hope so. We'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to always try to bring something to your 25 minutes. So, one of the news stories I forgot to mention, but I want to share with you before we walk out the door, probably because it's a landmark world record, a world record single flights around the world. Mark Rutherford has just landed in Belgium today on his journey around the world as a solo pilot. Not been done many times. He's about to do it. What makes Mark so special this time? Mark's only 17 years old. Wow! 17 and able to say I will hold the world record for the single flight around the entire world. Mark, we wish you nothing but success. Good luck. I think you'll do it. I think you've got this in the bag almost done. Congratulations. Be safe. Be careful. But go ahead and get that world record and you be the youngest solo pilot in the world to travel around the world. Mark Rutherford, 17 years old. That's pretty cool. So we talked a little sports, a little entertainment, a little bit of sports, and then a little politics. We talked a little bit of things happening in the world. I didn't want to mention, of course, 
that Russia cut off all the oil supplies to Germany. We knew it was going to happen. We predicted it. We said it. And sure enough, they have. Right here at the beginning of winter. Thanks, Russia. Typical. Jerks. Anyway, Midnight says hello. We're going to have a three-day weekend. I hope you have a three-day weekend. Labor Day on Monday. I hope you're off. You get to have three days with your family and friends. Go out. Enjoy it. Find something to do. Get outside. Get out and enjoy the weather. Get out and enjoy all that's happening in our world. It is 25 minutes in about 30 seconds that you and I have had a chance to share tonight. Thank you again, as always. When it comes time to listen to the fastest podcast in the world, you'll find it at www. What happened this week in the world and what do we think about it? Ken H. Always coming to you from Houston. Thanks again. Remember, what's the sound? We're all in this together because here it comes. That's right. You guys have a great three-day weekend and a good rest of your day. See ya!